The shit's chess, it ain't checkers. If you're good at something, never do it for free. You think you're big time? Yo, 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 what up, everybody? It's your boy, the DRD. Welcome to the DRD show. If you're new here, thank you for subscribing. And just to give you a brief rundown of the show, what I do here is I review your favorite movies and TV shows, past or present, under 30 minutes or less. And without further ado, Ayo Flex, drop a bomb on him. Today, my friends, we're going to be covering, reviewing, rather, a movie that came out couple days ago that's right it's the one and only the batman directed by matt reeves and starring my man r pats robert pattinson zoe kravitz colin farrell paul dano jeffrey wright and many more Man, I don't even know if this movie needs a synopsis from me, but if you want to hear it, here it is, in my own words. It's about the young Batman, year two, just discovering the ins and outs of the city of Gotham City, where he stumbles upon a new player in the game, which is Catwoman. At this point in in this time frame, the Penguin is an established person, but he's not a big crime boss syndicate in this movie yet because we have the likes of Carmine Falcone and Salvatore Moroni still running the games and these two are like big big players in the mobster world and then of course you got another new player in the game at this time which is the Riddler played by Paul Dano phenomenal work by the way by him and that's pretty much it right there with that synopsis so let's get into it this movie is gonna be I have to say it guys like it's gonna have that good controversy because I know a lot of people are gonna start doing the whole who's better who's the better Batman it's gonna be him most likely against Christian Bale's Batman because he's you know for the past decade he's been in conversation that he is by far the best Batman you know it's literally been 10 years since the Dark uh, Knight Rises at the end of the trilogy of his. It's been literally 10 years now. And the other two movies, longer than 10 years. So it's like, yo, he set new standards to the Batman, you know. And then now, fast forward to today, where Robert Pattinson's and Matt Reeves' interpretation of the Batman is like, God, are you questioning? You're like, yo, is this man about to shake up the world? Because... It's not only just like him, how he portrayed Batman, but it's also the plot of the story. And I always believe that in these type of movies, you know what makes the movie also spectacular? It's not just the character himself, the main character, how they portray him. It's not almost, it's not also the the way the director views things and how he or she paints the picture on the canvas. But what's most important too, that's I think as part of it is the villain of the story. Which in this case was the Riddler. And he was phenomenal. Like, yeah, we seen Jim Carrey do his thing back in the day as the Riddler. And that was like more goofy. But even he had like a good plot to his Riddler at that time frame back in the 90s. And <clears throat> fast forward to today with Paul Dano's version of it. Oh my God. I was amazed. It was like 
by the way guys spoiler alert so if you haven't seen this movie you don't want to hear nothing about it and you ain't watch it then don't listen to this podcast yet but by all means proceed if you have to but i will be saying a lot of shit from the movie so anyways back to paul dano so his render version yo creepy as shit i remember in the beginning of the movie the opening scene where he's like spying on somebody i think it was like the guy running for mayor and this man snuck up in his living room like nothing i remember he like you hear the man like this dude like running and pacing and he's like watching the news him in his dark ass living room and yo this man is just like right behind them creepy as shit with his little green mask and outfit whatever and <clears throat> just beats the shit out of this fucking guy and like the way he left his clothes like it was amazing like it's like you had to scratch your head for some of the things that I know like some of them I'm like yo I think I could solve them but that's what I like about it like it made you want to interact with it at least like at least with the parts with the clues and all that things that the reliever was leaving around for Batman and now back to the Batman so I feel like this movie wasn't really concentrated more on Bruce Wayne mostly on the Batman himself because I want to pay attention to all the details too like he you could tell by his suit it was like halfway made like like yeah like the torso upper torso of it like was looks like an like an official batman thing but like his cape had like a collar on it like to cover his neck his mask looked like it was stitched up and made like by like by himself like you know with certain materials but then like his lower torso was like it's like regular like army like it's a surplus type of pants like they're like cargo pants like kind of that's what they look like regular ass boots so he was like you know like he was getting there but that's suspected because this is year two like even year one he probably had like a prototype of soup and then when as he gets around you know the city more and learning how to be become more better protector of gotham I believe that's when he starts upgrading the suit more and more down the road to make it look like an official Batman outfit because in this movie is you just get the vibe like he's just starting, which is legit, it's fine. So we see more of Batman. And he has already an established uh, relationship with Jim Gordon. They use the the bat bat signal a lot and in from the looks of the beginning of the movie again. When that signal came on, man, all these criminals were shook, boy. And you felt that shit. Like, it was different from, like, everything we've seen before. Every time that shit came on, like, I like how they show the perspective of, like, every, like, criminal that was running amok in Gotham City. Like, it was just like, wow. Like, they looked up in the sky, they're like, shit, should I stay out here? Because he's coming, or is he coming? Like, they wouldn't, it wasn't sure. And they were always, <laughs> what I liked about it was they would always look at like a dark corner. Like it was so dark that you can't tell if he was there or not. Like if, is Batman there? Is he going to pop out the shadows and fuck me up? Like that's where their interpretation was. And they had the fear of God in them because that's what Batman was all about. He was trying to like strike, put fear into the hearts of men that mean harm to the city and to individuals. So they did that so beautifully. And then when you see the, the scene where 
we have seen in trailers now where they say he goes up against these men that have like uh the white uh paint on their faces um they chase up they chase a man that's in the subway a regular bystander and they're just gonna like menace him and then again they do Matt Reeves does this beautiful shot of like the most darkest hallway there is or stairway is like crazy it's like dark you can't see shit and you're thinking again it makes you think like you're the villain like you're like looking at him like yo is Batman there is he gonna come up from there is it where is he coming is he coming at all because they noticed like the light is out the, the signal is out so it's like shit only this time in that scene he was there because they heard him walking slowly and slowly and then you see him and i love the way they do it like they just like phase in properly like you say you can't help it when you're in the theaters like to squint and see like if that's like if he's there or not and then when he just emerges from those shadows boy oh my god it's game time and that's when he drops the iconic line, I am vengeance, and fucks them up. So, awesome, awesome Batman. <clears throat> and back to his suit, like, even in, like, towards the end of the movie, he gets, like, shot up a lot. And that and that suit it always, like, looks like it sustains a lot. But, like, it's concerning, like, if he gets shot, like, in the leg or anywhere else. Like, I wonder would he survive it. But <clears throat> from as far as, like, the chest plate goes, amazing. And the Batmobile, oh my god. Like, I was iffy about it because I felt like it looked like a regular car. But when you really focus on the details of it, like, we don't know what it is. I, I kept telling my brother, like, he was there to watch it with me. I was like, I don't know. It could be a Dodge Challenger, like an old school 76 type of Challenger. Maybe a GTO, who knows. But, like, it's, like, obviously modified. Like, this man put, like, a fucking rocket in the back. <laughs> And he was fucking shit up with that car. Holy shit. Especially the chase with the penguin. Yo, and shout out to Colin Farrell. Because a lot of people... I was overhearing people in the theaters like... Colin Farrell's in this movie? Who, who, who was he? I'm like, come on, man. Like, he used to have... You not seen the interviews? Like, this man is clearly the penguin. But like, yes, I get you. I get anybody that doesn't inspire him. Because that makeup was well done. I was like, yo, this guy is the fucking penguin. But yeah, like the penguin's role, I would say it was very subtle. It wasn't minor and it wasn't major either. It was like subtle. Like he was subtly there. His screen time was very uh, acceptable. Like it wasn't, he wasn't like in every damn scene possible, but like he was there in most necessary scenes. The people who had more screen time, obviously, was um, Jim Gordon and Catwoman and Batman. But, and, of course, the Riddler. I mean, there was a phase where the Riddler wasn't shown because he was doing other things. But, yeah, man, it's still crafted well done. Um, what else I could tell you about this movie? The only downside to this movie that I have heard from people and myself, and I could assure you guys, the only downfall to this thing is the length. I felt like this movie was too long. And I don't want to say it's entirely in a bad way. Like, I feel like that's the only negative that I saw from this movie. Like, there was no plot holes. The acting was phenomenal. The cinematography, amazing. It was just all done well. And there were so many times, like, this movie could have ended. 
Like, I felt like there was many times, oh, it's over. Oh, no, it's still going. Oh, wait, it's over now. Oh, no, it's still going. Like, you get those type of vibes. Like, you could have done so much, but I get it. Like, it covered everything necessary. It really did. I'm going to be honest with you. But you just get that feel, that feeling that it's too, too long. I felt like the movie was like, damn, you're three hours. <laughs> it felt that way. But it was, you know, necessary. I don't know, like, what parts I would have cut off. But even if you did, like, some trimming to it, it would still feel, it would still feel long. Because there's not too much you could trim off, like, any fat off the movie to trim off to make it shorter. Like, it just can't. Like, he was covering a lot. And to have the twist that we saw at the end with the Riddler's real plot... That shit was awesome too. Like it was necessary to have that there. Like this man had the city on lockdown. Like this man had everybody in the palm of his hands. Like he was smart about his moves. It was tactical. Um, the way he got like to flood and bomb most of the built like gates and to have it Gotham being flooded, flooded, which it did end up being flooded. And then he had like his small group of followers, followers that he had. And they all started dressing up like him. And then they were all trying to carry out his evil doings. And Batman obviously stopped it, of course. Like, the people weren't viewing him as a hero yet. But, like, when towards the end of the movie, that's when they started realizing that he is a hero. Like, he was helping people. He knew he was out in the public eye now and being caught doing a good deed and saving lives. That's what he was doing. So he did his thing. But towards the whole full end of the movie like the beginning and the middle he's like is he it is what it is that's what you call it a vigilante so you don't know if this person is out there doing it for himself if he's good or bad or we get it but yeah um catwoman's character superb done by zoe kravitz is like a young version of her she wasn't really out there stealing Shit like that Catwoman was still like shit that was being her interest, like some crazy piece of jewelry that she wants to pawn or, or some type of intel that she's trying to benefit from her to have a greater deal to get something that she wants. So she wasn't on that level in this movie. She was doing things for like a friend. So that was like we see like a softer side of her, but she's still like could be ruthless, you know. She was out there trying like you know, really going after the bad guys. She only had like a small altercation with Batman. That was it was fixed. And then it became like kind of like friends, I guess. So like it was the chemistry there like that we see in the in the comics and past movies like where they kind of like fall for each other. Like it was there, but not too strong. It was subtle. It's just like it kind of sucked too, too like. At the very, very end, like, he, she decides to leave Gotham. She doesn't see anything there. And she's telling Batman at the same time, like, yo, I don't think you can fix this place. He's like, but he believes he can. And that's what we get out of the Batman, like, even in future sense. Like, he always thought he could save Gotham no matter what. But it is a big city and there's too many people that want to be the ruler of the city. So, with the two biggest mob... Mafia men out of the picture um, from history. It repeats itself if, if it does. It's usually the penguin that takes over. And from what I heard, Colin Farrell's gonna get like a little deal to have a TV show 
which I think will be directed by Matt Reeves. And it's going to show just an intake of like how he runs the city and how he becomes like who the penguin's supposed to meant to be um, that we know of now, like that he runs shit how corrupt he is and things like that i mean i think that's it really guys like now for my rating for this movie again phenomenal movie i like where this is going i hope they make a sequel because i think there will be one because if everybody remembers at the end we kind of see a shadowy figure in the arkham sale in the arkham cell sorry where he's talking to um paul daniels riddler and and we hear the iconic laugh. We think that might be the Joker. Some people kept saying that they get that's Two-Face. I'm not sure. But, yo, like, if that's the Joker, yes, I expect the part two. So I'm so psyched for that. And like I said earlier, the only thing that I have, and it's not even nitpicking. It's just really how I feel. And how the majority are starting to feel. It's just too long. This really is like usually I know I say to you guys that sometimes the length of the movie makes or breaks it, but like in this case, mm, it could have broken the movie if it went longer, in my opinion. Because I would have been like, I don't want to sit through this shit. But at the same time, it's like, yo, it's weird. It's like it was necessary. It was necessary to be that length, but it's just like, damn, why? Let's make it a little, just a little bit shorter, like two and a half. You know, I would double double two and a half hours. I mean, again, I don't know. I got to check the stats on it. But, like, it did feel like it was three. Well, yeah, that's it. Um, with that being said, guys, my rating is going to be a two and a half out of three. And I didn't want to give it the full three only because of the length of time. It was too long. That's it. Everything else is good. I'm not saying this movie is shitty either because there's just no way. And if you really want my opinion, I mean, I did put like a poll on my personal page, not on the, not on the DRD shows page, but I will soon do it on there too. But I did pull a poll on the stories that, like, who's the better Batman? Is it Christian Bills or our Pats? Um, I'm gonna be real with you guys. It's gonna be wild for some of you, but I actually like this Batman more than Christian Bills Batman. For now, I gotta see how this grows. Because for me, the way I'm feeling is more like a tie. But I am leaning towards Robert Pattinson's Batman because this was fresh, this was new, this is what we needed to see. This was different. I like the vibes, I love the dark tone. This shit could have passed for a rated R rating, it really could have. Because it was just fucking dark. Like, let me tell you, like, dark and. Like the grittiest way possible, but also good for the, for the mill, for the film. And that's all I got for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. As always, um, thank you for subscribing. Um, always look out for my episodes every Sunday on any performed platform that you love to hear it on. And that's it. I'm out of here, yo. Till the next time. Peace out.